0: HD Smartcast You are listening to Health Shorts Brought to you by HD Smartcast
1: Pregnancy and parenthood These are the two choices we make for life For some of us, it's a smooth ride For the rest of us, it's sometimes even difficult to just begin Regardless, we find it worth our while So much so that we opt for all kinds of fertility treatments One of the most notable being IVF So to make it a little easier, at least at the beginning, we bring to you this podcast. Ask the IVF expert is brought to you by Parents of Fertility, powered by Merck. I'm your host, Deepthi Ahuja, and I will interview IVF experts from all over India to cover all sorts of questions you, my dear would-be parent, might have in mind. So are you ready to embark on your parenthood journey with fertility experts? Here we go. Welcome to the 15th episode on this podcast. Thank you for staying with us from the beginning of this series as we attempt to answer every possible question you, my dear couple parents-to-be, might have about having babies via IVF and various other fertility treatments. I think it's safe to say that by now you must feel empowered enough to finally take the brave step of entering an IVF treatment. But wait... Where should you go? Which IVF center is the best fit for you and your needs? Let's find out in this episode. To lend her expertise and over two decades of experience, we have with us Dr. Latha N., who is currently an infertility specialist at Shanti Shell Fertility Center, Bangalore. Hi, Dr. Latha. How are you? Yeah, fine. I'm fine. (laughs) Great.
0: I'm very happy to give my expertise on these... uh special topics that you have come up with.
1: I am very happy to have you here and receive the gyan that's going to come our way. uh, Because to be very honest, I've actually enjoyed this uh, podcast a lot. And so have, you know, all the people who've been listening to it. So, um, Dr. Lata, my first question to you, uh, which is like a very, very obvious on the nose sort of a question. What are some of the parameters that a family needs to closely consider before choosing an IVF clinic? See, IVF um, clinic selection, usually mm-hmm. it is through their
0: family, some friends or something, but you should be more personal and it is more subjective and uh, you cannot just decide uh, which clinic to go just because mm-hmm. your friend or your family member went to that need not answer the for you. So, it is, uh, you will have to find out Uh, how well the clinic is, what is the reputation of that clinic, where it is, what is the experience of the doctor there and uh, what all uh, technology is available in that clinic. Uh, All these things need to be seen before uh, you think of any
1: clinic interesting and quite uh, uh you know important point but uh just you know talking in generality still does a clinic with a higher success rate necessarily mean that they're better for you
0: no it doesn't mean that uh, they are the best because some of the clinics may not be taking any uh, difficult cases or they may not be treating those couple who are more than 40 they may be advising for donor egg Mm-hmm. And uh, they are um, uh, institutes where they offer their money back uh,
1: mm-hmm.
0: or they claim a 100% success rate within two, three uh, cycles, which is not true because the national average of the pregnancy rates all over the world is around uh, 35 to 40%. Mm-hmm. So there are uh, um, pregnancy rates less than 35 uh, years, the pregnancy rate all over is uh, around 50%. If they are aged from 35 to 40, Mm -hmm. we can expect a rate, pregnancy rate of around uh, 30%.
1: Mm,
0: Okay. And uh, if they are around 38 to 40 years of age, then you can expect a pregnancy rate of about 19 to 20%. So, a clinic which is um, claiming to have 70-80% uh, of pregnancy rates or 100%, it cannot be true because this is the national average that we are talking about. And in the age group of around 40 and above 42 years, the pregnancy rate is as low as just 3%. So a clinic cannot claim wow. that... Um, it has got a a rate of 70-80% or 100% um, pregnancies.
1: Right. So that is uh, quite a red flag if that happens, right? Yes. Interesting. Interesting. uh, The different ways in which data is calculated, right? For something like this. Yes. Yes. Uh, But, you know, it's true what you said in the beginning that uh, patients or couples, uh, would-be parents, usually make their choices through the word of mouth and then they Obviously, tend to listen to someone whom they trust and respect uh, before they even start researching about different clinics on their own. Uh, So just in case that does happen, what are the kind of questions that then they should ask to their loved ones, near and dear ones, about the procedures and the fertility specialists of that clinic that they are considering?
0: Yeah. Once they, they choose on some particular clinic, either if they have seen on um, their website or uh, some friends or family members have told them. And then they have to go through certain uh, details of the clinic. As I've been telling how what their reputation is, what are the doctors there the number of years of experience of the doctors what is the facility available in that particular labs whether they have all the facilities and uh, um, they have to go through the website of that particular clinic
1: so say for example uh you know I, along with my partner, uh, we consult a friend who is, you know, who has had a successful IVF treatment and now has a baby and uh, both uh, the couples, right, uh, us as a couple, them as a couple, both suffered the same issues. Because of which we are considering IVF or because of which they have considered IVF. Um, Do you think that uh, that would be a more accurate representation? I mean, whatever they say, their case study would be a more accurate representation of what will happen to us also if we go to the same IVF clinic? No, it need not happen the same. In spite of both the
0: sets of couples suffering the same set of uh, whatever disease, suppose let us uh, consider that the wife had endometriosis Mm -hmm. and the other couple, the lady also has endometriosis, it still not uh, represent the same um, uh, treatment as well as the success rate. It can be entirely different for this other couple.
1: Right. So then what should a couple expect on their first appointment, Uh, you know, and is it okay if they decide to change to a different IVF center basis, the outcome of the first consultation?
0: see it will all depend on the first consultation if suppose the uh, IVF clinic is extremely busy and for some reason um, the concerned doctor or anybody they may not have understood what the problems of the couple is Mm -hmm. Um, just because deciding on one consultation it is not ideal to change the doctor Mm. Uh, or go to another clinic it's always better to go two or three times maybe the second time write down the questions whatever the doubts they have write it down and see to it whether it gets clarified understand see whether the doctor or concerned person explains the whole uh, details and what to expect what Mm. is the chance of that couple uh, getting pregnant in the first um, first IVF or whatever
1: interesting interesting and uh so you're saying that we should at least uh i mean you know a couple should at least go for like two three consultations and try and cover as many questions as possible in those two three consultations yeah. before actually considering even to go for a second yeah. consultation elsewhere
0: The first thing, whatever the first time, whatever the points that they did not find, it was not okay. Mm -hmm. uh, They should revisit those questions and clarify with the doctor why such an answer was given. Because sometimes the couple, they'll have read something or they will have heard through something. And that is when they decide that that uh, particular place, they answered completely wrong, but Mm. it may not be so. The understanding of that couple may not, uh, they may not have understood the entire situation. Right. So uh, over that, they cannot judge clinic or a hospital on one visit. I am talking about these things where it is a standard hospital with a standard reputation other things. Suppose they go to a very substandard place and it is very obvious on the first visit that there are no such facilities, then yes, they can, Uh, they should definitely think of changing uh, in the first visit itself.
1: Uh, so now Dr. Lata, now that you know we know that IVF pricing models can vary depending upon the nature of the treatment what are the things that a couple should keep in mind while inquiring about the pricing information relevant to their treatment plan what can they do to get the right pricing information out
0: yeah once they have decided on the IVF treatment then they will have to ask about their financials isn't it Mm -hmm. and The finances are costing so high in IVF and the chances of the pregnancy uh, becoming positive the first uh, um, uh, time also is quite Mm -hmm. less. So Mm -hmm. they will need to know the success rate of that particular clinic Mm -hmm. and um, they will need to know the individual breakups of the whole treatment. Suppose if it is the IVF uh, itself what is the cost if there is an ICSI involved that is intracytoplasmic sperm injection, right, where right. they do which is a part of IVF whether it costs different what is the cost and uh, whether they are culturing for uh, a blastocyst whether they will be charged for the blastocyst more um, mm-hmm. what is the charge of it? What is the charge for the freezing of the embryos? And once the f- embryos are frozen, how long is it going to take? Um, whether the freezing charge, what they have paid, how long will it hold good? Hmm. and uh, suppose it fails the first time then what is the chance of uh, what is the rate for the frozen embryo transfer such details they need to know
1: so basically they might as well I mean I'm guessing that uh, the pricing plan would come to them separately is it okay to actually go ahead and consult with the doctor that you've just uh, you know put all of your trust in and ask them about different um, steps Uh, because a lot of us might not really understand the terminology, you know, so is it, is it possible to do that? Yeah, we can tell you. Okay. Lovely. Uh, Also, there is uh, this whole thing about government uh, also coming up with uh, different kinds of schemes for people who cannot really afford health insurance for IVF to have them afford it. Um, Do all fertility clinics in India also offer affordable options and do they accept healthcare? And what are some of the other support services that you can expect if you choose an IVF center?
0: Yeah, see, some of the recently... From about 4-5 years, there is a concept of IVF and insurance. Some of the insurance, um, uh, this one, are uh, helping for the IVF treatments. Mm -hmm. And uh, some of the corporate setups are um, uh, completely uh, insuring the IVF treatment. Mm. And some of the clinics have got options where the couple can pay in parts. So that it does not become very heavy for or very difficult for them to undergo the treatment. Hmm. And some of the uh, banks also are giving, uh, let us say it's not like a loan. It is Mm -hmm. like an EMI where if they're using some particular cards, Mm -hmm. they are able to pay for the IVF treatment uh, in about uh, eight months or nine months like that. Right these Very are all the options that are available only recently from about maybe four three four years mm-hmm. since mm-hmm. Till now uh, there was no insurance covering the infertility but oh. in some of the government setups also some of the government uh, uh, employees are uh, able to take at least some amount of the IVF treatment Interesting. If not, Very the interesting. whole uh, uh, fee may not be covered, but at least a large part of the IVF treatment, they can get it by the government.
1: Very cool. a uh, Very, very uh, nice incentive to be a government employee, I must say. Uh, now, uh, because of the rising demands of IVF treatment, lots and lots of IVF clinics have now just, you know, mushroomed all over the country. Every corner you turn, you find an IVF clinic. It's, it's come to that. So how do the less aware, the less educated parents-to-be, how can they protect themselves from, you know, IVF pitfalls? Any uh, piece of advice for them?
0: see whoever um, who are not that very educated or some uh, couples or who are not uh, well informed maybe they should get somebody with them whenever mm-hmm. they visit the IVF clinic they should get with them somebody who knows this or who have gone through um, this along with them so that they understand what is involved um right and uh, these things happen even those uh, couple who are not educated they get somebody with them who have come to uh, the cities suppose we are talking of those who are in villages or who are in too right. tired cities they usually right. get somebody with them who
1: understands uh, these things so basically just to sum up uh, dr lata um a couple might you know go for um Sort of consulting with friends, consulting with family, loved ones, but uh, just because they choose an IVF center basis, that does not mean that they will get the same results. They should definitely deep dive into a research, try and figure out what are the other options available for them. Also, when, like you said, uh, in terms of success rate, if any IVF uh, center claims like 100% or more than 70% success rate, then um, it's obviously... um, something to watch out for right then uh, another thing uh, very very you know curious thing that you uh, pointed out was that uh, there are several banks um, that are also helping uh, couples you know get through their IVF treatments financially Um, and uh, before actually reconsidering an IVF clinic one should at least go for two to three consultations and very bravely and very like blatantly ask the questions that they are not able to understand, right? Yes, yes. And um, also because emotional health is such a huge factor in IVF treatments, uh, if uh, someone demeans you for asking certain kinds of questions or someone demeans you for um, no matter who they are, If they demean you for asking a question again just because you cannot understand it, then that's that could be another red flag, right?
0: Yeah, so whenever they go to uh, an IVF clinic, Hmm. they should have a very positive frame about the whole thing because during uh, going through an IVF itself is a very stressful uh, time for the couple because Hmm. they will be. Spending so much of money, so they need to earn the money, so they need to be um, working also, plus they have to undergo the treatment also. And for them to juggle the work as well as the treatment, they will sometimes have to take leave, they will have to sometimes take off for some time to come to the clinic and then go back to their work. All this is very stressful. So they have to choose a clinic where it is is all affordable as well as people in the clinic are helpful and guiding them as well as they should be competent enough. So all these factors have to be seen before they settle for the IVF clinic. It need not be that it is a very big center and very busy, may not work for the others because Mm. they'll have to be working so they cannot sit in the clinic from morning Mm. till evening uh, if it is a very busy clinic and uh, the doctors are not able to talk to them or uh, the treatment is getting delayed, all these Mm. things. Um, So... Maybe uh, two or three visits uh, to the hospital will give them a fair idea which clinic for them to choose or to settle to uh, which clinic for them to uh, go ahead for the IVF.
1: Right, amazing. And also remember uh, to get support, right? I mean, whether it is going to be a tough journey, any which way uh, you will feel stressed financially, biologically, emotionally. Best to have all of your friends and family, people you love and trust together. And there is no harm in bringing someone you love and trust, um, apart from, of course, your partner, to the IVF uh, consultation, right? Yeah. Thank you so much, Dr. Lata, for your time. Quite a concise episode we have over here. And I hope that, you know, all these pointers really, really, you know, are resounding in everyone's ears who are listening to this uh, podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you. That's it for this episode. We'll be back with another one super soon. Until then, chin up, Or if you have any questions, reach out to us at HT Shots. H-T-H-E-A-L-T-H, S H O T S. For updates on this podcast, follow us at H T Smartcast, H T S M A R T C A S T. We are present on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Clubhouse, YouTube, LinkedIn, you name it. To listen to more such podcasts, log on to htsmartcast.com or suno, naina Zari se
0: Listening to Health Shots brought to you by HD Smartcast.